I'm Lindsay, mom of two active boys on the West Coast and believe there's no reason for money to be ugly. I love helping busy moms make it pretty without using cash envelopes or coupons. And I'm Megan. Me and my husband, we have four kiddos and I relate more to the dad role than the mom. And I'm an HGTV loving, oversharing finance nerd. Together we host the Money Stuff with Moms podcast. We understand the hashtag mom life but we also can appreciate the big picture adulting responsibilities like money. In this podcast, we invite you to be a part of our no fluff, fun conversations that will give you helpful on the go finance tips. Even if it's just a peek behind the curtains to hear about what we are doing with our money. Okay, while we're recording this episode, Lindsay is now back in her office after an amazing month-long trip with her family. So let's talk about it. Where did you go? What did you do? Scale of one to 10, how amazing or crappy was it? Tell us all the things. All right, all the things. So we did a month in Thailand for full scope for people. My kids are, uh, the little one turned eight when we were there. The eldest is, oh, he turned 11 and a half, he says, while we were there. My kids are uh, polar opposites for birthdays. They're uh, um, six months and one day apart. So on completely separate ends. So when one has a birthday, the other one has a half birthday. Good planning Um, on your part. Yeah, good planning. And um, the not so good planning is that the one has his birthday over spring break. And we've started doing these big trips over spring break. And we're going to do one or two more. And so he always gets these like epic birthdays. Like last year we were in Abu Dhabi at the world's largest water park for his birthday. Um, and then this year we, uh, I can't remember what we were doing. On Was it birthday. elephants? I, saw I think we did an elephant sanctuary on his birthday. And so we've, uh, on that piece, we started to kind of downplay the, um, the birthdays when we're away he just gets like you know a high five and a a bit of a birthday (laughs) oh no we were staying on these amazing floating bungalows and our tour guide found out it was his birthday and got like wonder bread (laughs) like this like plain white bread and um pineapple jam and did like a layered cake (laughs) and put candles in it and brought it out uh it was disgusting um, but uh so yeah we kind of had to downplay the birthday piece because h- how do I match that with the other one at all or like how do he feels like well this guy got to go to Thailand for his birthday what do I get uh so anyways we did we did a month away um and uh Thailand yeah, let's, let's go back okay what triggered your orgrams or whose desire to start because I know you guys went away last year yeah and that was the first time right yeah yeah that was the first big trip yeah okay so what sparked the interest or seed to do this total envy I remember thinking to myself and it wasn't so much around these big trips it was around um being able to live abroad that I was so envious hearing other people's stories of being able to do that Mm -hmm. And then it occurred to me, like maybe five years ago, that that would be possible for us. Um, And so uh, for about five years, probably, I think is accurate. We've said that in 2025, we're going to do six months abroad. Uh, So that's where like the seed came from. 
Mm-hmm. And then we were given an opportunity to come and visit somebody in the Middle East last year. Uh, so that's what sparked that trip. Um, and then this trip, we just thought, well, it worked really well last year, uh, where we are spring break is two weeks. So to do a week before and a week after is relatively easy from an academic perspective. Um, and so we decided we'd go for it again. Um, and we were at a conference in September where somebody had was talking about Thailand being the most magical trip um, and the best memories with their kids. And so we decided let's go to Thailand this year. And the timing of the um, trips was both in the spring. Spring break both times, going before spring break and then coming back after spring break. So we missed the like the craziness in terms of um, busy airports and mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, probably decently planned around pricing as mm-hmm. well for airfare because uh, international airfare is really really expensive right now. Mm-hmm. Um, And I mean, financially for this trip, we, because airfare is so expensive, we didn't have enough uh, rewards points to get all four of us on the same itinerary booked with points. Um, And this is not a trip that I wanted to split my family members onto different itineraries. And so we paid for our flights um, with cash. Um, They were about $1,600 each. And then we used our points to book accommodation. Mm, uh, that's right. an option with our with our our rewards program. Um, so yeah, we we got the the uh, the benefit of those in our accommodations. Uh, so the sixteen hundred dollars was to get you there and back. Did it include all the hopping that you guys did? No. Okay. No, that was extra. Luckily, you know, in a country like that, your inter-country flights are pretty cheap. It costs us, um, I think it was about $350 for the one flight that we took. Um, And then the rest of it, we did trains, both for the uh, budget purpose, as well as to have the experience of taking a train. I had never been on a train in my life. So that was fun. Um, seeing the countryside was another experience. Um, and I don't know what you, but like the whole airport check-in, um, security, hurry up to wait nonsense. I did not want to sign up for more than I had to. Um, so just sitting back and enjoying myself looking out at the, you know, the, um, coconut and palm oil plantations was much more enjoyable for me than dealing with the other stuff. And how did you find the like spending money? Like, did you take, is it like a Thai ba? Like what's the dollar there? Yeah. Yeah. So Thai ba, uh, there is about 25 baht to a Canadian dollar. So the easiest math for us was that every hundred bot was four dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, so we multiplied it up that way. And um, we found we've used a stack, a prepaid stack MasterCard um, for travel in the past. Um, and what we we use that for two different reasons. One is it's not connected to anything. Um, I don't pay any other bills. It's not connected to my bank account so if there was any kind of pickpockety I don't know weird international fraud stuff um 
I don't think that we would be as vulnerable mm -hmm. as if I use my regular credit card. Yeah. Um, mind you, that being said, I had to quote unquote book the whole trip on my travel credit card in order to be covered by that card's um, travel insurance yeah. that is included. So that needed to be like my flights and all of our accommodation got booked on a regular travel card. Um, but uh, but anyway, so we use this prepaid stat card um, and I feel safer with it. Um, mm -hmm. Like most cards, it does have that little toggle, like lock this card option. Um, so if we lost it or something like that, we can quickly... Um, just lock it up. Um, and with stack in particular, they uh, reimburse some foreign exchange and, um, you know, foreign fees, which can add up. Um, in Thailand, their bank machines, their ATMs are a little bit different. Mm -hmm. um, for a foreigner, most of them would only give you 10,000 baht at a time. So about $400 worth. And when you're traveling with a family of four, that's really not that much when you're booking trips and, and all of yeah. these things. Um, and the limit wasn't the issue. The issue was that every single time you paid 220 baht. It's like eight bucks. Woo. Eight bucks to take out $400. It was a lot. Uh, but in countries like that, you have to use cash like nobody okay. yeah nobody's accepting cards i mean the like the you know the the hotels and things will uh, accept a card of course um the bigger stores sometimes or the bigger like tour companies sometimes will do a card transaction uh but you can certainly guarantee there's going to be a three percent fee on top mm -hmm. of it uh to cover the vendor the vendor fees that you know visa and mastercard are charging them um so with longer trips those are considerations right? How much am I paying to pay? We don't want to be, you know, have hundreds of dollars in additional fees. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, like I say, when you're going on a longer trip, that you spend a lot of money. So how much was your trip? So I haven't done our final tally yet. Um, it's out of pocket. So not including the, um, uh, not including the rewards points that I used for um, our accommodations. Uh, out of pocket, we're looking like it was somewhere around thirteen or fourteen thousand dollars. Which, if you compare that to Mexico or Hawaii or you know some of these more common destinations, um, you can spend ten grand pretty easy in ten days. Yeah. Right. Like it's not hard to do. So get getting there is really expensive um, to do these bigger trips. But once you're there, mm -hmm. it's fairly affordable, like in the grand scheme of things. The time. Yeah. Biggest cost to most people, right? It's the time. And so like if we think about it, it as a planner, which is what I am gonna do. Is that would be like saving a thousand dollars a month for a year to be able to go away for one month with your family to some destination, whether it be Thailand or wherever. Um, but also consider that while you were home, if you weren't gone for that month, while you were home, you would still be spending money too. That's right. 
So it's not like it's groceries are really expensive in Canada, right? And activities and online shopping and all these other things that we do on a daily basis that we don't even really think much about. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't put any gas in my car. I didn't use any electricity. Well, it's not totally true. There's some things that still run at home, but I didn't do any laundry or have any hot showers. Um, (laughs) Right. All of those. Yeah. All of those things. I mean, just that food, um, fuel and, um, electricity Mm -hmm. for our home, like that's about $2,000 a month, Mm -hmm. $2,000 was spent over there. Right. Right. That I didn't need to have saved. Right. Right. Yeah. And so where are you going next? (laughs) Ah, I'm already like looking planning it and researching we want to go to Central America maybe Panama okay cool Mm -hmm. I'd love to do Panama see the Panama Canal maybe go down to Colombia maybe go to over to Costa Rica Um, everyone says Costa Rica is so amazing and I would love to do the whole time there but uh, next thing they say after it's so amazing is it's so expensive (laughs) so um, I'm not sure that that would be our destination for the entire time Yeah, interesting. And so when you guys are planning these vacations, they'll always be in the spring? Or do you think you'll switch it up? So I think that we only have one more, uh, like spring break um, vacation, these big international ones. Um, In 2025, uh, we'll do six months away from October, like late September, early October to uh, late March, early April. Uh, And we're talking about going to the Dominican for that trip. Um, If anybody is listening and you have like tips on any of these destinations I'm talking about, uh, please send me a message and let me know uh, your experiences and and your uh, advice. Um, So I think that, and our eldest will be in grade seven, Um, which is the middle of middle school here. Middle school is six to eight. Um, And then grade eight is when uh, exams really start happening, getting prepping them for high school in grade nine. So I have a feeling that as soon as grade eight rolls around for Ashton, that we will probably go back to like doing Mexico for two weeks or something a little bit simpler. Mm-hmm. not necessarily less costly I don't think but simpler simpler just for his academic yeah. yeah yeah and then once once the kids are gone right then Graham and I can start looking at doing other other uh bigger trips again um like Europe I want to see Europe so bad but I'm not sure my budget can handle taking four people on an extended vacation to Europe because it's so expensive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And did you work while you were gone? Um, I worked in terms of if there was an urgent email, I responded to it. Anything that wasn't urgent got uh, um, out of office saying, if this isn't urgent, I'll talk to you when I get back. Um, and we are very lucky to um, have two wonderful assistants, Ashley and Amanda, that if we saw anything that we thought that needed to be dealt with, um, they could deal with it on mm-hmm. our behalf. Um, 
one of the one of the things that you know has has given us so much value and freedom is residual income and as a business owner there are many different options to create that um and so we have I think it's uh, five different streams of income that are all fairly residual. Um, and so going away as a business owner um, with these streams of income didn't stop our income from coming in. Um, and uh, that's what has allowed us to take that time off, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, we're not getting paid for uh, hours, you know, number of hours worked. And so this would be a, a similar case, though, for uh, for an employee who has uh, who has annual vacation time, right? Mm-hmm. They can go away and continue to get paid. Uh, so whether or not you have to uh, create that on your own, or if it's provided by your employment contract, um, either way can uh, can give you that freedom. So cool. It was really cool. It was really cool. Our kids got, um, every time we go away, our kids get money on a daily basis to spend. Um, cause you know, they're asking you for stuff anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the amount of math that they have to do in another country to figure out how much things cost and what they can afford is really fun. Um, it's, uh, they learn a lot just through those experiences um, and, uh, so I think, you know, travel obviously has such a huge benefit. Um, and if it's something that's important to people, uh, finding a way to make it happen, um, is, uh, just, you know, brings so much joy and it has so many, so many of these benefits. Um, that being said, it is a real, you know, it's a luxury and a privilege. And I think we could have, Um, you know, I think we can create those experiences a lot closer to home as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, so if it's not in somebody's budget, but it's something that they want to do, there's other ways that they can do it. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, going to like a local town close by and like volunteering, um, volunteering in those capacities often costs money. (laughs) It's not free. Um, but, um, but you know, yeah, going and vo- volunteering somewhere can all can give children a huge like plethora of educational opportunities um, without having to spend sixteen hundred dollars a person per flight. Yeah, that's a big. I feel like that is one of the tickets that is the preventative. Is like, yeah. well, it's sixteen hundred dollars a person just to get there and to get back. So, mm-hmm. you know, you have a family of four. I have a family of six. So, yeah. for my family, that would be potentially almost ten thousand dollars. You know, just to get us there and back. Mm-hmm. So Never much. mind spending the money once we're there. Um, but being strategic on the time of year that you go and paying attention to the flights and the discounts and the promotions also if you do have points that is something that's new to me so I my whole life have never collected a point in what I've never collected points oh my goodness yes I have a PC optimum yes at some point I did have air miles you know all those things but like I never actually used them yeah Yeah. and 
it wasn't until 2023. So this year that I, um, I was like, I spent tens of thousands of dollars mm-hmm. on my rentals, on my business, on my personal life. I should at least be getting like a toaster out of it. a gift card like all these other people I know like your book and hotels my neighbor booked a trip to Peru like all these things I'm like oh I don't even know what you're talking about because I've just I'm this finance expert that knows nothing about credit cards yeah oh I did start collecting points and, and it is because like you I do annual trips with my family I've never done one for one month we are going away this year for a month um but I won't have enough points like I'm paying for things now but it's like all those things that are like there are benefits that you can dip into if you just are strategic about it absolutely yeah yeah absolutely um you know and it's it's if I didn't have a budget in place where I had money that I had decided was not touchable, like on a monthly basis, um, I would have gone out for dinner more, bought more clothes, done movies with my kids. um, And I wouldn't have had the money to go on a trip. Like, Hey, Megan here. I don't mean to interrupt the episode, but I just wanted to pop in and say how grateful Lindsay and I are to have you choose us to be in your earbuds today. If you have a quick second, we will really appreciate you hitting the subscribe and leaving us a five-star review. It really helps us promote our podcast more than you know. Now on to the rest of the episode. For me, having money set aside, whether or not it's monthly um, or it's money like somewhere else earmarked for things that are not monthly expenses, uh, it wouldn't it wouldn't happen. Um, so that's a big piece of it, and being paid in some fashion when you're away, mm-hmm. um, you know, like it's it's not something that. Um, is automatic, right? Um, I think that having multiple streams of income and not spending every dollar that you make are two key things for us getting all the things in life that we want. Um, and I, I understand that, uh, you know, I <laughs> groceries are so crazy expensive. Yeah. The olive oil that I buy at Costco went from like, I don't know, $14 or something to $21. Like that's a really big increase. Yeah. Um, I'm going to maybe think twice about how much I'm using. I don't know if I will or not, it's oil, but um, you you guys know what I'm saying, right? I realize that it's really, uh, we're living in a very expensive time and incomes have not kept up. It can be hard to budget for all the things that we want. And yeah. to prioritize which one is the most important. Um, and so, you know, for you, the most important, it might not be travel. It might not be international travel. It might not be travel for a month. Um, but fill in the blank for what is important to you. Get it in your budget and start planning for it. Um, and not just in your budget, like putting down the expense. Also consider 
the income? What can you do to generate the income to mm -hmm. create that, right? Mm -hmm. Is there a side hustle opportunity? Can you get a raise? Um, if you worked one more hour a week at overtime, would that like, how much would that add up to? I certainly don't um, think that we should all put ourselves in, in positions of, you know, stress and burnout. Uh, so that has to be managed, obviously. But what can we do to generate a little bit more money to get yeah. into our budget, get those things that are really important to us uh, also in our budget and like make it happen. Might yeah. not happen right away. Who cares? Maybe it'll happen down the road. Maybe it's, maybe it's a, uh, you know, a retirement or a, a graduation trip. Maybe it's not an annual thing. Um, I don't think it matters what it is, mm -hmm. but uh, finding a way to get the things that bring you joy yeah. is like, the, it's the whole point. Yeah, it's the whole point. And I think too, like people sometimes are in jobs that they're not super loving or, and the solution is to just, I mean, I don't want to say it, but like the whole passive income where they're, and it's not about finding this income that just shows up in your bank account. It's also about finding the flow of doing something that you love doing that also will pay you for your time to do it. Right. Um, and every single one of us have something in us that is like that. And whether it's to pay for a big trip, like going to Thailand, like I know my husband, um, he's an artist and he does graphic design around this time like I feel like it's around graduation season I'm really not sure what he's doing but he's on the computer <laughs> and I know that whatever he's doing pays for his golf membership yes so it's like this thing that he loves doing anyways I don't want to say he would do it for free just in case the people who hire him are listening to this podcast he won't do it for free but like actually his rates are going up <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but like he has he that to golf <laughs> yeah he has that earmarked as you know I get to do this fun thing that I would do anyways and it pays for my golf membership over the summer yeah yeah there's something that everybody can do, I think. And I don't mean there's something that everybody can do really easily right now. Mm -hmm. like, like there are certain times in our lives where like we're overwhelmed, we're maxed mm -hmm. out, right? We talk about the, the like decision fatigue and the mental bandwidth all the time on this podcast. Um, it's it's not always like a like a quick and easy, right? Yeah. Um, but realizing that you have something to offer I mean, you guys, one of our income streams is from a daycare. Anybody who knows me personally knows that I was not put on this planet to deal with children. It's not my zone of genius at all. But what I did have was a suite in my house with a backyard right across the street from an elementary school. And I thought to myself, is it possible to generate some income from this space? And seven years ago, I took this course and went through like we're all licensed and hired staff and all of all of those different things. It's not free money. I have to give up space in my house 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to deal with, you know, different government agencies on a fairly regular basis, both on health and safety, as well as um, uh, funding. Um, there's lots of different things that I have to do on a regular basis. It is not completely passive income, um, but it is residual income that the work that I do this month, the work that I did seven years ago does continue to pay. And I was able to, you know, find this little gem, um, that doesn't mean, yeah, that I love working with kids or that it, everybody has something to offer, you know, is it space in your driveway that somebody can rent is, I don't know what it might be. Um, it's, you probably have something that you can do to generate some income and, uh, and figure out what your priorities are. And that's why, you know, my, like the new budget program that I, um, that I launched is called budget for more, because I think that there's, we all want more in life. Um, and each of us get the opportunity to decide what that more is. Um, I don't know anybody who their more is stuff, (laughs) You know, we don't want more like material items. Uh, We want more freedom, more travel, more security, uh, more time with our kids, more retirement years, more, um, you know, philanthropy to the organizations that are really near and dear to us. Um, And, you know, for us right now at this stage of life, we are really busy. I'm the, uh, the, uh, the chair of the parent committee at school. Graham is the president of our little league. I'm also on the board at the little league. He's coaching. Like we've got the, all these different things. And so we have decided that our more that gets to the top of the list right now is time with our kids. Yeah. Cause day to day, sometimes it feels like we don't always see them very much or connect with them and having a whole month of 24 hours a day um I think is like really therapeutic for us and gives us memories regardless of where we are Mm -hmm. like the culture gives us memories and experiences as well um but you know my boys shared a bed side by side for almost an entire month the last two nights they got to their own beds mm-hmm. um but uh everything else they shared a bed and that bonding time together yeah. i think is really ideal in our, our uh, really not ideal really yeah. um well ideal too but really valuable mm-hmm. in our busy world yeah i found the same thing we started Um, My husband's summer holidays start in May. And so what we started doing is he would be done work on a Friday and then that Monday would be our vacation time. So I think the first year that we went away, we went to Nashville and we drove there and I got like my, when my husband's working, he's not a normal teacher. So he is a teacher, but it's not normal. It's not like he's home ever. So he, it was like for two days that it took us to drive to Nashville. I had his undivided attention. Uh Oh, (laughs) he wasn't on his phone. He wasn't organizing whatever he normally was doing. It was like, uh, we are confined to our vehicle and now we are like talking to each other. 
There's no distractions. There's no like, and I just feel like sometimes you just need that. You just need that container of space and time to be, to regroup, to recreate the bonds, to remember what makes each person in your family special, annoying, you know, all the things. Yeah. Yeah. Like I want to spend time with my kids and experience things with them without it being an influenced by their peers. Cause that's real. Like I would be delusional to think it isn't. Yeah. Like right now we're planned, like it's both my kids' birthdays. And I was like, what do you guys want to do for your birthday? And I know my daughter's not making a decision on what she wants to do because she wants to run it by her friends. That is normal. Annoying, but yeah. normal. Yeah. Totally normal. Mm-hmm. But when you take them out of the environment and you're like, hey guys, like we're, what do you guys want to do today? Because now we're your friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Totally. Yeah. Watching my kids play together, like yeah. they're three and a half years apart. And um, the older one has, well, they both have, you know, really great bonds with their friends. The older one, um, you know, has some freedom to like ride his bike over to his friend's house and have sleepovers and, and whatnot. Right. And so already at 11 years old, we're getting to the stage where like he can be out of the house for long periods of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and luckily it's like a trio. Sometimes there's four of them and all the parents know each other really well. Um, and like the three moms, well, we're hanging out tonight and drinking wine together. Um, so it's really lovely that even when our kids are gone for like these long periods, there's still somewhere who, um, around people who, you know, we really know and, and trust, but that means that we, allow them that much more freedom mm-hmm. if he doesn't come home all day and then has a sleepover and is away all day the next day and even has another sleepover um we can go long periods right yeah. and so to to see him choose his brother mm-hmm. to play with um and not just talk about what you know 11 and 12 year olds who are trying to look cool talk about <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> conversations are painful (laughs) so yeah you know I I think for us um travel is important for the bonds um just as much as the cultural experience and um I think that for that reason, it's a priority for a lot of families especially the busy families to find a way to do something doesn't have to be a month in Thailand. Find a way to do something where it's just you guys. And uh, and for some people, um, you know, you'll be able to get that into your budget and start saving for it right away. Others are going to have to work on the income piece before they can start putting away for it. Um, but uh, but it's worth it. Yeah. And I think too, like that's what this podcast is supposed to be about. Is supposed to be about sharing what we're struggling with sharing what we're winning at and letting people know like if I was struggling with something hearing from somebody oh yes I went through that too this is what I did not sure if it's going to work for you but here's some breadcrumbs you can follow or if someone's five steps ahead of you and you want to you want to go to Thailand for a month and you want to do these things it's like 
I understand you had to save and you use your points, but like, here's my situation. What would you do if you were me? So like just opening that door of saying like, you know, we're here to help, but we also are here for feedback. So it's like, none of us are perfect people. We're all learning in our own unique way. And we all have our own unique desires and goals. Like some people may never want to go to Thailand. Um, Some people would rather invest in maybe a luxury car or like whatever's important to you. Like, I don't know. And whatever your more is, <laughs> whatever your more is. And, and neither one is right or wrong. They're all just the Absolutely. way they are. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, it's, it's really important for us to have whatever that more is, um, you know, each and every one of us, cause we're not here just to go to work and pay bills. Um, we're here to experience this amazing place, you know, and, and these amazing people who are in our life. And, um, if you are in a place where your income is only covering your expenses, um, then like top priority for you, in my opinion, is to find a way to shift that. Um, my clients, I don't have a single client who saves and I don't, I do not mean invest who saves less than a thousand dollars a month. It's not because I have wealthy clients. (laughs) It's because they're going to have car maintenance come up. They're going to have uh, summer camp registrations come up. They have all of these things coming up that we need money to pay for. (laughs) Right. Um, And so if we are in a place where, yeah, our income is just covering, you know, our electricity and our groceries and our mortgage, then something has to shift and you are not bad with money and you are not wrong for being in that situation. It's just the situation you are in. And some of the people who are best with money have been in that situation before, (laughs) but knowing that that is not the, that that is not your destination. Mm -hmm. Your destination is to get to a place where your income is more than your expenses so that we can be putting away for whatever your more is. Mm -hmm. Um, And that might start with more being more freedom and more security. We're not secure if we can't, you know, Graham told me yesterday that the check engine light is on in his truck. I'm like, no. Oh, and he also told me that my hot tub's not working. No, <laughs> but guess what? We have a house maintenance account and a car maintenance account. And so I'm going to, you know, stomp my feet and whine about it. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I, there's no stress. There's no stress that we can handle whatever needs to be handled without our monthly house falling over and without my travel plans for next year being impacted. Um, And that's because I've been working at this for a while. I haven't just started budgeting. I haven't just, you know, started just save. I haven't started saving for the, for the first time. And so you eventually get to a place where you have money to do things with, but if we think that our income, you know, only covering our expenses is the destination and that's being good with money, um, I would say that, that that does not check all the boxes um, in, my, in my opinion uh, and to work towards getting those expenses down 
the income up so we can start saving for whatever your more is. Thanks for spending your time with us today. If you heard anything that piqued your interest, check out the show notes because we probably have some extra deets or links down there. Your homework for today. Go talk to someone about your money. Either your spouse, your kids, your coworker, or a licensed professional. And if you don't like those humans today, we're always talking in Lindsay's Facebook group, Black is the New Red. So join us over there. Head over to Facebook, type in Black is the New Red. You'll see so many amazing like-minded individuals in there trying to get better, asking the right questions, supporting one another. We look forward to hanging out with you again on your next dog walk or while you watch soccer practice from the sidelines. Cheers.